Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, Big Dell relieved as Darren Lockyer's new hairline is the first one that he doesn't have to take the rap for. Dragons vs Broncos becomes the most viewed video on Pornhub as viewers flock to watch a fat-ass MILF get fucked repeatedly. Kevin Proctor is so rehabilitated he now performs body cavity searches in every tackle. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round two of the 2018 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 278 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. As always, welcome to new listeners. Thanks for stopping by. And of course, welcome to the old listeners and of course the members of the greatest community in the history of the fucking rugby league tour nation. What's happening, man? Mate, I'm still on a fucking high after that round of football. Minnow's week or something. As a, as a total round? Yeah. That had a little bit of everything for everyone. I suppose. What was good, it was good that in the teams that traditionally have got nothing to play for already. Yeah. Have given their fans one extra week or well, one, one additional week to the usual, you know what I mean? Like of, yeah. Of hope. Exactly. They don't have to start fucking tanking until... Well, you know, we, <laughs> we said last week that this year there yep. was a lot of big movements. There's a lot of new combinations. There's a lot of yes. new sides getting out there yep. so I think there was less of well however it finished last year just continues into yeah. into this one with a few tweaks yep. Yep. Um, fuck even Bulldogs fans got hope for a second man we'll get into that game when we start getting into the games but yeah they, they, they actually looked okay for a little while yeah for a minute yeah it yeah. ended up being hope solo but yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> but well you know we'll get we'll talk more about it when we get but into what the what a game. fucking round Footy's back. It's back. That's one thing I can say about it. It is actually back. <laughs> and I can also say it will it will continue and it will, it will continue to be back this week. It will. <laughs> um, as we do and moving stuff up in the order for people who weren't around last week. The news first. I don't have anything any news that I really want to talk about. Just a couple little bits and pieces. But um, the Proctor. On uh, on Jordan Rapana, uh, the, the squirrel, the squirrel grip. Depending on which which photograph you saw of it, I mean, if you're watching it, you know, and you see the other, uh, the angle for the the Proctor angle, then yeah, he's he's going to grab on the on the jewels. Yeah, he's trying he's he's trying to he's trying to um, yeah, honey badger the yeah. the lion's nuts off. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you look at it from the back view, and it looked like a fucking 
Well, it looks like a video I posted on my timeline. I was, was going to say it looked like an outtake from <laughs> an outtake from from the the, uh, the 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 listeners who aren't on Twitter don't don't have a clue about the video. No, we we just have to say the video. Please don't join Twitter. No. <laughs> I strongly advise you don't join Twitter. Well, if you join Twitter, but you know, follow fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson or something, don't follow Stepdad. <laughs> because because Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't going to send you send you a fucking video of a, a dude like with a full fucking arm well, twi- fisting up another guy. They're both black holes. <laughs> Experts in the black hole. Is, yeah. Are you sitting here and telling me that you can commentate on the quality of black holes? <laughs> Uh, Science is absolute. Well, um, well, now now you need to actually get him talking about yeah, the theoretical it, <laughs> black hole science and overlay over the top of that, <laughs> just to add another layer. Maybe wherever Kevin Proctor's fist was was an yes. alternate universe where the Raiders are good. Maybe the first thing these they went to school together. So I mean, of course, there's the New Zealand teammates, blah blah blah, that sort of thing. Okay. They actually went to school together. Yeesh. The thing that amazes me, like, I mean, you see grub acts on the field all the time. Yes. Um, you know, some, some years more often than others and yes. whatever, and the severity varies, obviously, on a scale of, you know, hop it or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but you'd think if you're going to go the grub, the, grub I mean, the, the dude you know the best. Yeah. And... and, and and potentially have like you know some level of relationship or friendship with outside of the game, you know. Pre- Who was it a couple of years ago that gave someone? Was it Willie Mason that gave someone just a pat on the crotch? I don't remember, but it sound it, it really does sound like Willie. There was there was something around that yeah, that he gave yeah. him like a pat on the crotch, yeah. and the player didn't make any complaint about it, yeah. but it was seen to be inappropriate. Yeah. It, the thing is, they there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. And. With social media the way it is, all something has to do is look fucking amusing. I mean, look at Manly's fucking fullback. Really. Freeze frame any fucking moment of his life, and the cunt looks like he's in labour. Like, anything like that is going to yeah. be not only captured on television, but is going to be posted and tweeted fucking it's, it's ad nauseum. Yeah. 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 I don't know why you think you can get away with it. It's not, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like school. No. Where you fucking do whatever you want, to, you know, and, and try and get a reaction, and, you know, get him to throw punches, draw a penalty, whatever. That's it. No one gives a fuck. No one's watching. That's just it. The, just the players on the field. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, with the, so many camera angles, and even if the camera, even if the commentators or whatever don't pick it up, there's always some fucking person who'll be like, did that? Did he just what? Did, did that just? You know, and then, yeah. then they'll get their IQ and they'll fucking wind it back frame by frame. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So. Just that stupid. So he didn't get a, a any suspension or official sanction. He just got the uh, the the letter of uh, official warning for doing um, wrong. Which I really don't feel that you should have to get. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't grab other blokes on the scrot. Yep. In a game of footy. Exactly. It hurts. Maybe they could start an educational program where Peter Wallace goes around. You know. Tell, telling guys how fucked it is having one ball, and <laughs> and the dangers of the dangers of losing a ball, and yeah, you know, the dangers of you know like you know, tomfoolery around the the testicular region. <laughs> you know, just tell you, I picked my youngest up from kindy today. Okay, and they were singing that Morris the Camel song. What's a Morris? I don't know what I don't know Morris the Camel. Morris the Camel has 
one. Okay. Um, all right. So now all I've got in my hair is <laughs> Wallace the hooker has <laughs> one nut. Uh, <sighs> Rapana the winger had <laughs> two. <nuts. laughs> anyway, yeah, a, sorry. None. That's it. Uh, you said when I asked you earlier today, you said something you want to say something about the new play the ball. Yeah, there was some big talk about the um, the new interpretation of the rule, the play yep. the ball. And there were a couple of penalties dispersed. There were a couple a of penalties dispersed. Um, some, in my opinion, were kind of harsh. I don't remember what game it was. It was one of the later ones in the weekend. I thought, fuck, I mean, he looked, he didn't... T- was it the East game? I don't know. Yeah. I- it might have been the East game, but it, like, it, I was, there was someone, and it might have been Ferguson, so fuck him, but I thought, when it happened, I thought to myself, oh, fuck. I mean, he de- he definitely made an attempt. I mean, he looked like he tried. I mean, it wasn't like one of these ones they're trying to stomp out. Yeah. I mean, he cl- he wasn't just like tunnel balling. I mean, he looked like he tried. Yeah. And he just missed. But my, my thing is, the fuck up is where they put another rule in the NRL that has the word attempt. Because yeah. the referee it's, it's is making... subjectivity. Exactly. And, yeah. I, you know, if they want to change rules, I got no fucking problems. That yeah. if after a tackle you got to get up, spin Touch around it with your foot, or you know, fucking, you know, do whatever it. the fuck they want, but make it concrete. Because you, you know, know what? they don't they, they don't want players you know planning the ball and using the ball to you know prop and cl- and you know post yep. and climb up with to get up and and like so okay so they they scratch that out that's fine. You know what? Don't play the ball if a guy's hanging all over you. Yep, we'll penalise him. Yep. Don't you play the ball until you can actually execute a, you know, like a play the ball. Yeah. And touch it with your foot, yeah. all that shit. Exactly. It, you know, did the ball touch the foot? Yes, no. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to the fact that we've got all of this fucking wonderful technology. Why can't there be somebody reviewing the fucking games as there is all the time and then just whisper in the microphone, pull back to play the ball? Yep. Anyway. Yep. Um, Penalise the marker. Uh, the yes, yep. no. You know. Yeah. So and the ones that the penalties infuriated me much more. Not infuriated me, it fucking annoyed me. I saw a lot of it in the Manly game, a lot of it in the East game as well. It's just another example. As there's so many, like it just seemed like it was just teams getting fucking piggybacked out, like constantly. And like the Tigers, every fucking time they got the twenty penalty, get downfield again, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> and like there's obviously a share of. Uh, you know, like discipline and you know, blah blah blah. At this, at this time yeah, of year, yeah. but fucking hell, man! Like some of the games were so, the flow was so so ruined by just like it's just like yeah. it just felt like those penalties being blown. Yeah, True. Set. The, the other thing is though, you look at the good teams. You know, you look at the Melbourne Storm and they they get in very early and they establish what the referee's threshold is. Everyone takes the piss out of Cameron Smith for doing it, but it's not only him. That team is incredibly well drilled. Yeah. On how to gauge what a referee will allow early in the game and they'll play to it. But uh, yeah. the other thing I was happy with was there, there are a lot of loose carries this round that yes. were called as loose carries yep. which previously would have been called strip. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that's a positive direction as well yep. from the referee standpoint. Look, overall, I thought it was, you know, I thought, I thought it was fine. I wasn't there. Well, I think there was a lot to complain about, to be honest. Um, no. I'm, I can't think of any one incident where, I th- where, where you know, I'd, I'd want to blow up about it. But, um, yeah, there are a couple of recurring things that, we, that we've that we 
they still can't quite seem to get right over the, over the seasons. Like you know, uh, there was yeah, you know the some strips that were strips, but you know because they were sort of they're sort of leaning more to the other way. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, they kind of missed a few. Um, they get me started on fucking charging down field goals and offside offside and field goal shots of being lined up, but um, they're never gonna. That's that that's a problem that's never gonna be solved. Solved because what's going to happen is if they ever solve the problem of offside play in those situations then what you're going to do is you're going to get this fucking massive sequence of games won by a penalty goal right in front yeah exactly <laughs> from 30 metres out yeah and that, that doesn't that doesn't work for what no. they want so no. that's not going to happen um you also mentioned something about Reynolds being a biscuit it's tough I mean there was a time there where oh, this is a, 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 a which Reynolds because they're both I mean both Reynolds probably then we've, we've got Josh who hasn't he's failed to make his debut for the the tick pies because he's out I, for four to five weeks. I think that was yeah, that that was yeah. more just carrying a niggle from from preseason. Yeah, but um, you know, if you look at round one last, you know, you had Inglis in the casualty war. There were some pretty yep. big yep occasions, but um, this year not so much. I mean, you had Katoa had the the both faces, or whatever. Yeah, both faces. Reynolds yeah. broke busted yeah. your jaw too. Yeah. So. And um and that's one and that's one that Reynolds one is like like he's had fucking hell that guy's got some bad luck yeah it's not even like injury prone like because it's not like he's blew out a knee or something again yeah exactly you know I mean? this is it's it's just one of those ones it's, yeah, yeah that's, like, um, just unlucky and uh, the night's already with reports of uh, players out and about in town and um, players named were uh, Pierce and uh, two dads. Uh, I, I couldn't really ascertain from the article whether it was an incident together, an incident with each other, at against each other, or, say, or it was just incidents out. Like they know were two guys that had incidents that were kind of not enough to not enough to breach any sort of player conduct policies. But here's the thing: if there is a video of you trying to fuck a dog, yes, and then trying to pass a lesbian, yes, even after she's told you that she doesn't like men three times, yes. When you are in a pub, somebody's going to call you a dog fucker. Mm-hmm. Somebody may go so far as to get one of those plastic fucking donation dogs that they keep in some places. And simulate sexual acts. Exactly. <laughs> um, didn't go any further. I, I was fairly happy with how the Knights came out and said it. They came out and said that the boys are entitled to have social lives. However, they need to remember that they're role models and act accordingly. Oh, like, oh, like who was it? Was it the was it the um, the CEO that was? that was uh, quoted in the article as saying, look, I just told them that my network of people I know in Newcastle is such yes. that, that I will know, if something happens, I will know about it before you get home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so apparently they all uh, self-reported, so... Yeah, I, don't, I know the brothers did. The, the Saifidi brothers yeah. um, had a dust-up at home, I think. And uh, and they're like, you know, and he's like, well, what, what brothers don't... Punch on at home. I don't know. I don't really remember punching on my brother. But yeah, yeah. Because it depends know. on the looseness and I guess how much how much of a cunt your brother is. I suppose this would probably be a good segue into that. That's you remember that story I told you in the off season. I rang up and told you. Oh, I'm, you fucking! I remember one story, but I don't think I can't relate it to this. So it was Newcastle based. Yeah. Um, this is on some pretty good authority yeah. that there was a famous player from Newcastle got a phone call from a famous AFL player notorious substance problem Who, abusing yes that's correct may have, may have actually ended his career that was so um, substantial 
won't name names. So and yes, I do remember that story. Yeah, I just couldn't relate it to the brothers thing. I'm like, hey, where's that come from? Get, oh, it's in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, gets a phone call from said AFL player on Christmas night. <laughs> Says I'm in Newcastle. I'm coming round. <laughs> so NRL player starts freaking out. He's at the family home with his brother and the rest of their family and you know, starts freaking out. All of a sudden, this AFL player turns up with two uh, ladies of the night escorts <laughs> on his arms <laughs> and has proceeded to let himself in and taken a, a plate and stuck her in the microwave and he's taken all of the stuff that he'd smuggled through the airport out and he was getting it ready and so this Newcastle legend is freaking out and fucking I'm in my house with my family I've got to, I've got to get this cut out of here so he calls a player who had just finished a stint with the Knights and says, you've got to come and help me. You're single, I think. Get, come and get this guy out of my house. Got to come and get him out of my house. So this player turns up, gets the AFL player and finally coerces him out of the NRL legend's house. They go off. And he's messaging him afterwards. Thanks, mate. Thanks, thanks. That was close. I can't have that around my family. Da, yep. da, 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 da. Yep. He gets no reply. He's really worried that the guy's got the shits with him. Three days later, he gets a phone call. He picks up the phone. He goes, uh, hey, how are you? And the guy goes, I've got to thank you for the best three days of my life. That was fucking <laughs> unbelievable. There's <laughs> <So. sighs> yep. a story of the time AFL came to Newcastle. Yep. I was, I was, yeah, very tangentially related to the to <laughs> the current Newcastle issues, but uh, but um, yes, mm. uh, yeah, and uh, not <laughs> the player in question who uh, who got the best three days, not that long out of the game, really. No. I think he may have retired at the end of the year before last. Who's oh. <laughs> <laughs> counting? So yeah, maybe the two thousand what fifteen season may have been his last, I believe. Yes. Um, but no, a very quiet news week. Peter Beattie doesn't care who the fucking sharks are. Good like, on him. He fucking like, as if he didn't fucking know who the sharks were. I think he just uh, just choked on you know like live TV thing. Yeah, you know, he's, he just he's because because like like he he pointed out afterwards. Yeah, I was like in their dressing room on the weekend. Here's a picture of me and Flano. Yeah. Like, I fucking yeah, you know, of course yeah. I fucking know. But I just you know exactly. I don't think it was a John Grant. So because like how could you be? Because it's not like Peter B's is like some fucking guy from industry or something that has then gone in and become the the um, the chair. It's like premier of fucking Queensland, yeah, for a significant amount of time, yeah. Who there's no you know, it's just it's you know, there's there's zero. I refuse. I mean, he's like he's a politician with the best of them, but I refuse to to believe yeah. that he didn't. So when, know. when that's the leading story, it's yeah. pretty slow news week. Very good, very slow news week. And it's funny to hear, like, you know, the radio reports stuff, and they're like, oh, he's kind of know this. I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah. He'd fucking, he'd know. He would know. But, you know, he did, and he did when, he, you know, when he, he'd, he'd fucked up and he's like, you know, drawing his blank. I mean, he did own it. I'll give him that. Yeah. But, um. That's the thing. Politicians, what politicians do, uh, they do prepared speeches. Mm-hmm. They have people that prepare shit for them. They sit down, they know exactly what's going to say. They're in a press conference. No yep. one else can say shit. Yep. Live TV is a different thing. Correct. I mean, I don't, I don't fully agree that he was, uh, you know, intimidated or, you know, uh, nervous in the presence of the great Gus Gould, like he said. But uh, that's very, you know, politician-y. But uh, yeah, 
very slow news week when that's all you got to fucking run with. That's it. But it is funny. He's like, he's a set. Well, is he the second consecutive commissioner that's had a fuck up, particularly around the Sharks? No, John. John, John Grant. He's, Grant. He's, he's, he was around the, the Sharks. No, it well, wasn't, wasn't John Grant, was it? Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Um, wasn't it? Fucking banker man. Oh yes. Um, shit, I can't even remember his name. Yeah, the one decent David, fucking David something. Smith, Smith, yeah. Dave Smith. How the fuck do you forget Dave Smith? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, I guess the same way as you forget the Cronulla Sharks. That's true. Um, yeah, he he confused a couple of players. Or yeah. Oh well, now we got fucking Greenberg. Recaps for round one. We kicked off on Thursday night. The St. George Illawarra Dragons 34 pumped the Brisbane Broncos 12 uh, down there at Jubilee. A crowd of just under 14,500. Dragons 34 came from tries to Frizzle and Nizzle. Hunt, Aitken, DeBellin, Nightingale. We had four or five conversions and uh, three, uh, three penalty goals. The Broncos 12 came from uh, double to James Roberts. And uh, one p- conversion to Kahu and one penalty goal to Kahu. Yeah, it's just a good arm wrestle early on. You know, both teams took a little while to get into their their groove. A uh, bit of a fucking kickathon mm-hmm. for a while. Traded penalty goals back and forth. Um, you could see that. I, I think both teams were a little bit tentative. You know, there were some pros and cons. I thought early on the Dragons could have taken advantage yep. uh, and put a bit of extra kick chase on. Some of their kick chase looked a little bit lazy, so they're obviously more concerned with being together than being fast. Yep. Uh, but at this stage of the season, that's not surprising. Um, but on the other hand, their edge defence looks sharp. You know, the the Broncos are, are famous for those big, long spreads and, yep. and the Dragons seem to read them well and, and cover them. I think McInnes is is going to be absolutely crucial to the Dragons this year. Yep. You know, he's he's one of those just-go-about-your-business sort of players. There were a couple of times that the Scoots he had out of dummy half really kicked off a set. You know, they were two tackles in and not doing much, and he, he got out and just really upped the momentum. Compare um, and contrast with the hooking of Sammy Thiday. God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was a tactical error on the, on the, on the part of Wayne Bennett. Um, I, I feel like it may have been more forced than 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 he, yeah he he would let on. Uh, I don't yeah. think he had confidence in. Uh, maybe he should have, but I don't think he had confidence. Yeah, you know, McCullough coming back from a major injury, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, if he was if he's good enough to start this week, then you know he probably was. He was probably right enough to start last week as well. Uh, yeah, see that that's how they played it last year when he got injured though remember yeah Thiday'd play hooker for the first whatever and yeah but you also had but you sort of had like, like yeah like Ben Hunt would sort of do it and you know he'd, Thide, it just seemed like Thiday had more of the actual hooking res- he wasn't just there in in a, in a number or in, in that a position. position yeah he was actually ha- doing it he was giving service and, yeah, yeah. And, and like his, his, his service is not good no and Sam Sammy's not no. scooting anywhere against anybody yeah no and, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so rather than being like uh, like one of thirteen guys on the field who happened to be like nominally 
in yeah. nine, he, he was actually the hooker, it, and he's not good no. um, <laughs> at all. I'm not going to say it's a difference in the game, but fuck me, it gave him, it gave the Dragons a hell of a leg up, though. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Because this game, like you said, it was an arm wrestle for a long time, and uh, I mean, the, but the Dragons always looked to be the ones most likely yeah. that something was going to happen. Yep. And uh, when it did, the other thing I think the Broncos looked a little bit directionless. And I said it last week, the the loss of, you know, their, their big name players over the last couple of years, gradually, I'm not sure they've replaced that leadership. And it doesn't have to be in the halves. Yep. Um, Boyd obviously looks a little bit underdone. I don't know whether yep. he redid a hammy or whether he just wasn't right going in. And there was talk in training this week that he wasn't, you know, that he he, he was sent he was off, to the re- off to the, the rehab group um, and stuff. But, I mean, he's been named again, so. But I, I think that's where McCulloch comes in. You know, I, I, I could see that Moose was getting up and he was trying to get him to go forward. Yeah. Um, but he's not going to take him there on his own. Um, good work by the Dragons, though. Ben Hunt looks to have slotted in nicely. That's it. There was that nice little uh, nice little intercept he took. Yep. You, Beautiful. You, you could just tell. Did you see on the replay they've slowed it down? And I, I like to think I can see the exact moment that he's heard the call and knew where the ball was going and his <laughs> eyes just opened up. Um Second half, Dragons came out and lacked a bit of patience. Um, but at the end of the day, they just controlled the game well enough, I think, to get it. And how fucking strong is you and Aitken? Yes, very. Are we, are we putting him on the origin hype train? No, I refuse to do that for anybody at this stage. It's, round, really? it's fucking not... We, we are pre-round two at this stage. I know that it's going to be all like, oh, you know, Mitch Pierce, this and... No, I'm just happy like, to put anybody that hasn't previously been playing Origin for no, us on the Origin hype track. No. I refuse, to, I refuse to entertain Origin hype until it's time for Origin. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this shit. I hate people talking about Origin in fucking October. I know. <laughs> <laughs> drives me fucking mental you know what just pick good fucking players at the time yeah. and stop throwing it every every motherfucker into yeah. origin hype build but not um, me. yeah Broncos completed at 64% so it was just a, did, did, you uh, put it down to round one jitters with all that all the lodge stuff going around you know in the media leading up to it building a crescendo and then for him to have a Barry and the crowd to be on his ass every time he came near the ball it was just a beautiful thing to see, and then for him to throw the intercept—that wasn't the crowd. And uh, well, who, what was that? That, that was just one incredibly sexy voice on the hill booing. <laughs> it sounded like a crowd. <laughs> That—that's the trick that it plays in that ground. It reverberates around. That was just one voice. You know who you are, Aussie Blackwell. <laughs> Tweets: uh, Brandon Vaudre said, uh, "Celebrating the Broncos' loss with a nice packet of chicken crimpies." Fuck yeah! Uh, underscore JDHD. I don't know if we should get too too excited about that win. It's only the Broncos, after all. Uh, Mitch Dorr, 13. Matt Lodge must be beating himself up after throwing that intercept. <laughs> He's a hashtag good for a change. Hashtag Lodge karma. Uh, De Niro. March 8th, Premiers, cunts. <laughs> you could say round one Premiers. I guess he didn't know them when he sent it. Um... Mr. Underscore Wars, I had to have, have put his tweet in here because said, can we just draw a line in the sand and say if you drop a ball in the NRL to knock on because this is bullshit. If you touch it and it goes back half a metre, it's forward. Let's just say you can't drop shit and be done with it. No, fuckhead. Because it doesn't matter where the player ends up. I've been having this fucking argument with you for 20 years. 
<laughs> it is from where they contact the ball to as to ball. where the ball lands, not if they contact the ball. They go past and the... they continue moving, <laughs> and the ball ends up behind where they end up. <laughs> this is, that's his, that's his straw man. Because yes. <laughs> I've heard away from Matt Lodge and fucking Broncos' performance in general. Uh, hey, Sam Warden, I'm glad Ben Hunt won his revenge game. He deserves it. People blame him for losing him the grand final. But if we're being honest, it was Bennett's old man, conservative, protect the lead for most of the game tactics that lost it for Brisbane, not Hunt. Well, it was also not just the dropping the, the, the extra time. I mean, he was like, he, he gave away a pe- crucial penalty and. Uh, and yeah, got he down, got, got, his last 15 minutes he did a lot also assisted that you know the the ultimate try of, you know, that Morgan laid on in, you know in the dying seconds so yeah Tim Simona basically idolises Ben Hunt <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Boyle 86 Matt if there was a scared German backpacker behind the Dragons defensive line Matt Lodge would have punched holes in it all night <laughs> and um <sighs> And I, I, I mean, he he had some extremely bad moments, but I mean, in the early exchanges though, he was very up for it. Yeah, like uh, he just. Uh, but this is what exactly again what we said last week. He's coming out of Q Cup. Yep. When has a prop come out of Q Cup? Given he's a bit older than your usual debutant because yep. of all his shit country. Yep. But prop is not a position that you explode onto the scene in. Yep. You know, you look at the best in the game, and you know they they got you don't get to the to be the best in that position till you're close to the end of your career. Yeah. You know the the Matt Scotts those sorts of guys. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he played a game like a guy that's come up from reserve grade. Yep. Fucking dopey fuck. And uh, <laughs> the problem is they've doubled down on him so hard that they can't they can't drop him straight up. Yeah. It's, it's become a matter of saving face. So, uh, he, he, you know, you might get a couple more weeks of him. Uh, and maybe whoever it was that, that sent us the, the tweet at the start of the season saying, you know, wouldn't it be great if he's just shit? Yeah. Sunk. Yeah. Back to Redcliffe or somewhere. Yeah. And just, you know, never to be heard from again. You know, so far, that eventuality yeah. is a step closer than it was last week. He's just always got this stunned look on his face. Yes, yeah, so it's just a—it's that look of just obliviousness that comes with like a low IQ. He, he looks like Dolph Lundgren fucked a dugong. <laughs> <laughs> I must fuck you. <laughs> I can't do a dugong impersonation. I don't know what they sound like. Look at the dolphin. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> excuse me, the Newcastle Knights 19 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 18 uh, up there in Newcastle. Good crowd, just under uh, 24,000 in attendance on on the 6 p.m. death slot as well on Friday. Uh, Continuing the run, the greatest fans, yeah, in the history of the game, yeah. Not even just recently. I mean, recently they've just fucking put an exclamation mark on it. That's it. But um, man. Anything good that ever happens to this side over the next, you know, sort of, you know, decade or, you know, half a, you know, half a decade. Yep. Th- those fucking fans, they've earned it. Yep. The hard way. Um, Callum Ponga, Slade Griffin, Lachlan Fitzgibbon tries, uh, piece of the field goal. Ponga, three or three conversions. Uh, Manly had tries to George Tafua, Sean Lane and Brian Kelly. Uh, Cherry Evans, two or three conversions and a penalty goal. And you know what? I don't... I'm, I'm not terrible. I mean, apart from the result... 
I'm not terribly unhappy with uh, the rest of the game because despite the the the, uh, the errors and more importantly despite the fucking seemingly 15 penalties that Newcastle got on their 20 metre line to get them out of their own end they the Manly still played all over the top of them rolled down the field at will made uh, you know 300 plus more metres than they did and um, really it's just a, a lack of execution they're just and, just and shit like that that just that to talk them. to that um Manly conceded 11 penalties. Yeah. Newcastle Standard. conceded nine penalties. Yeah. But so there was know. two penalties difference. I'd say it was closer to the 41 missed tackles than the penalties. Yeah, this is the thing though. The missed the, the missed tackles. I don't. I didn't even think think that was too too problematic because because you got to look where where they actually occurred in the field too. The Knights' attack barely threatened. Barely threatened them. I mean they. So. And the one thing that Mitch Pearce is supposed to bring, you know, like the direction and all that sort of thing, their their fifth tackle options and their general kicking game weren't very good either. No, they weren't. But I would also then point to Manly's 17 errors yeah, versus Newcastle's six. Yeah, well, I said the errors. Yeah. So those are the penalties. The penalties are worse because they were more crucial times and more crucial field position. But, I mean, the errors are what stopped them scoring points from their dominance in every other facet. Mm. That's what, That's basically... And so, like, honestly, and, and the good thing is that, like, things like the penalties and stuff, so easy to fix. All you do is you just tell dumb cunts, like, fucking, I mean, like, Fanua Blake, obviously, with his, you know, personal life history, you know, obviously not, not a, not a, uh, a, uh, human being. Yeah, a human being, and, uh, and, and nor one that, that makes, you know, good, good choices that a human yeah. being should make. Yeah. And, and, so, and, and also on the footy field, he'll, uh, he'll, you know, step back over the back of a fucking player as they're trying to go, like, just dumb shit like that. Yeah. Like, that shit was getting hammered by referees five years ago. Yeah. Like, well, you know what? It's probably never fucking gone over too well with referees, to no. be honest, but I feel like it may have been, you know, less harshly judged, yep. you know, and might have been considered milking in that more at some, in some eras of the game than others, but easily five years... You do that, and you yeah. ride the fucking guy back. Like, what are you trying to achieve by? It? You're not slowing down any fucking. Yeah, exactly. And you're not full. And like, you do that with your hands up in the air. I mean, you're not convincing the referee that you're not doing it. You know, yeah. On purpose. You know, on purpose. To, yeah. You know. It, it's just. Nah, I hear you. that fucking stupidity, and then you think like, oh my god, fucking Lussick's got to come back yet. <laughs> you, you can't house fucking two retards like that, like penalty magnet fuckheads in team like that. Um, so that's that's something that has to be worked on. Um, the the baffling thing was <laughs> was Super Coach Trent only using fifteen players in the game. Two guys fresh didn't get on the field. Now look, you know, I, I, <laughs> they actually they didn't seem to suffer fitness. They seem to be very fast for the entire game. That's that's fine. But maybe pick two guys that you're gonna want to use. <laughs> going forward yeah. because there will be games where you do get players fatigued and they might want to have, they might want to have a breather oh and like if, while we're handing out brick bats Lewis Brown zero <laughs> tackles zero metres zero hit ups <laughs> did nothing <laughs> yeah well okay you're driving down the highway you know you bust a tyre yep you go to the boot yep and the tyre in there isn't round yep it's actually a potato. Potato shape. <laughs> Do you put it on? No. We just guy was going to run this fucking thing. <laughs> you, you just see how far you were going on three wheels. Oh, yes. Sensational. Um, look, the night the knights carried on the like the 
the effort and things like that that they that they showed last year that you yep. know kind of kind of endeared them you know re-endeared them you know to their fan base yep. where they showed that they weren't just like getting fucking pumped week in week out they were actually you know they were trying and yeah. losing some heartbreakers yeah. and that sort of thing um I, I i would say that the addition of people like um Pierce and others to the side this year. That's probably the difference between heartbreakingly losing that game on Friday, you know, by a field goal or a late try or something, and you know, oh, being actually grinded yeah. out. But I mean, Nathan Brown's actually instilled, like, like I said, like a fairly low error rate into the side, and so if he, what he's do, he's he's taking it back to the kind of um, the, the the kind of basics that that Hasler did back in like two thousand five or whatever with Manly, where they literally won the first got six games of the season by. One out, fucking five tackles, yeah. kick on the sixth. Yeah, and that that lasted them six games. They actually won the first six yep. games of the season yep. just by doing that shit. No basic, basic shit. But yeah, you, you look at Newcastle though. With this team, yep. they've got Pierce, yep. they've got Guerra, they got yep. SKD. Yeah, Guerra. I mean, you know, come on. Yeah, Guerra's the Guerra actually looked better this game than he has for East for a little while though. Oh yeah, he's the, like he's cooked at East. Like he was I mean, the poor he man's was, corner. Yeah, um, but you know that combination. Yeah, they've been in a team that. Was Guerra there when they won the premiership? Yeah. Was he too young? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a- You know, that team... Yep. You know, we talk about that success mentality and, and the belief that you can close games out. Yep. That shit's important, you know, and, and I think that's going to be crucial for Newcastle this year. Yep. Well, you still, I would still expect more from Pierce in terms of kicking game and stuff like that because their last tackle options are, they're definitely not there yet but you know you put that down to the whole you know the the general round one with almost every team with a new halves combination yeah. shit I mean so, so yes it's not uh, you know it's, it's probably not worth worrying too much about it now but uh, it's something you'd want to see improvement in though yeah. going forward um pop seriously the Knights fans are the best in the comp I reckon Cowboys fans who travel hours are right up there too, but the team has been rubbish the last three plus years. You'd swear this was a finals game. Way to make it about you. Yeah, I like to say, the Knights fans are the best. And the North, let me tell you, the, and, and to explain my point, let me tell you about how good the North Queensland fans are. Uh, Kevin, have their fucking moment. <laughs> exactly. Kevin underscore Cook 99. Fuck the Broncos, I'm following Manly this year. <laughs> At least they lose with dignity. <laughs> Welcome aboard, sir. DeLorean Gray. Manly losing, I can take. Manly losing to Mitchell Pierce, filthy. Come on now. Uh, Devonhead. Manly made the mistake of not psyching Mitchell Pierce out by wearing their prominent maroon jersey. That's true. It wouldn't have worked. Because DCE's in the side, they would have known it was a ruse. Yeah, that's a true. crafty too. ruse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle eyed Kiwi. Let's look at the positives. Our go forward was dominant. Tanganoa, Tanganoa was tremendous. I mean, the Yields could have used him on this weekend. Yeah, true. Uh, AFB into power. Lewis Brown didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That's. I reckon we'll get mileage off that Lewis Brown <laughs> for a while yet. Uh, Lynch Shields. I didn't think Manly played all that badly on Friday night. Just really concerned. We had two fresh players on the bench after Golden Point time. Admittedly, one was Lewis, but you get my point. <laughs> Everyone understands. You watch one day he'll fucking crack a field goal for you. Fucking there was a game last year where he, he was in fourteen and he, he was brought on in the last twenty minutes or something and he scored the scored match winner. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. I, I don't recall if it was the match winner, but it was definitely like the, the, the tying the game yeah. up or the momentum shift or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you got your money's worth right there. 
<laughs> North Queensland Cowboys 20 defeat the Cronulla Sullivan Sharks 14 up at 1300 teeth. Uh, crowd of just under 16,000 in attendance. And uh, this one, the uh, Cowboys tries to Justin O'Neill, Cohen Hess, Kyle Felt, and uh, Gavin Cooper, which is the fucking weirdest arsiest try ever. Um, Thurston, one of four conversions and a penalty goal. Sharky's 14 came from tries to Dugan and Sigiaro. Townsend, two of two conversions and a penalty goal. This one. Well, you know, the Cowboys, uh, they, they, this was the year all their guys were back in the, you know, round of the premiership because of the, you know, the experience and adversity of last year and getting Thurston yeah. back. And then Morgan's out before the game. However, I think, yeah, Tamari again. True to fall. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about a coach building for contingencies. Yep. He's done a fantastic job up there. Well, just like when a husband's out of the picture, he can slot in with with, <laughs> with relative ease. So too he can when a player's out of the team. <laughs> Maybe that's part of his contract. <laughs> uh, Isn't that that weird sort of... Today your fuck style shall be reminiscent of Michael Morgan. What do they call the uh, indigenous Canadians, the Inuit? Okay, Wait, I don't know where you're going with Isn't it. Isn't that their thing where if, like, if a visitor comes around, you've got to offer him your wife? I don't know, they didn't have Vikings though. Really? <laughs> so perhaps. Yeah, nice. Basically, if Tamari knocks on your igloo, <laughs> don't let it gun in. Um, yeah, it, round one, and it was always explained that, you know, round one to me was almost like the ultimate game of wet weather footy. Mm-hmm. It's the one of those times that it's just so important that you do the simple things really well. Yep. And I think that was the biggest contrast between the teams on the night. Yep. You know, the, the Cowboys um, aren't the flashiest team. They made the grand final last year with the, the fewest long-range tries. They needed to be within yep. close range to get over the line. We, we all know that. But they just seem to be solid in defence. They seem to not allow the Sharks too much room. And on the opposite side, you know, the the Sharks seem too concerned with with the big hits, you know, with the yep. with the rushing out of the line and and putting the the massive shots on, which which didn't work. Um, you know, I thought Moylan had a a good debut for the Sharks. It's going to take him a little while to find his rhythm in that team. Um, I'm not sure why he didn't win the game for them in the last two minutes, like we know he can do. Like, that's that's what he does. He, if you're down by two tries with four minutes to go, he will just win the game for you. Apparently. So, I don't know what Flano has to do to get the rest of the Sharks up to his level. Um, <laughs> and you have to remember, the scoreline in this game was ably assisted by Thurston's there and kicking, and also the fact that the Cowboys had about 60 tries disallowed within the first 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true as well. And and not only were they disallowed tries, they were like the most ridiculous, unexpected disallowed tries ever as well. Like 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 Tamari's not gonna I mean yeah. he's not gonna drop that fucking yeah, you know, falling over line. And you're not gonna hold up fucking Tal Malolo no. I mean, like shit like, it, like it's just it's just shit that doesn't happen yeah. tries, you know what so. I mean? Like So, um but you know, the, Again, the Cowboys the, look good up there. The the Cowboys look solid. The Sharks didn't look horrible either. They they just looked unpolished. You know, I, I think that that game will have uh, given them a lot of stuff to work on this week, and I expect them to come out firing. Dugan, the uh, the first one to to bring uh, Fortnite 
try celebrations into the game, <laughs> and uh, he was the, he was the first one this week of three at least that I saw on the weekend. Okay, but isn't he doing that thing you do in that game when you fix yourself because you get shot a lot? Or when you do, yeah, yeah, the, the med pack thing, yeah. Yeah. So what's he saying? He's he's saying I'm a biscuit. I and get I'm, injured and a lot. I've got a boil and I need to kill myself. Yeah. I'll, I'll take this opportunity while time's off is, after scoring a try. Is that the international sign language for bring me the green whistle? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, and like if it, I'm 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 so there for Fortnite try. I like, I like I like doing ten percent more than I did before the, before this game. Yeah, but, but I, I bet he's an Xbox player though. <sighs> yeah, probably. But uh, when you get all these other players doing them as well through the round, and I can't even remember who the other ones are. I think Bun- it was Bunny of Fire. He was Fergie, one, Ferg. Fergie was the last one. That's right. So, yeah. And if you're going to do it, <laughs> yeah, be original. Dugan's done the fucking the healing pack. Yeah. So, you know, someone, you know, build a ramp. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> do, the, do like one of the dance things. The happy do, do dance. one of the dance yeah. things, yeah. <laughs> something <laughs> tell you what though we should put a like a merch bounty out on Fergie Ferg to the yeah. fir- first player that can screenshot them shooting the shit out of him yeah eliminating him just yeah, eliminate him somehow trap it doesn't matter anything yep. yeah, it, it, first player to eliminate him send us I mean you know, if you're on PS4 it's very easy to just you know share the share the footage I don't know what do you do on Xbox email Bill Gates for yourself, permission I or, <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm, sh- I'm sure it's got uh, wonderful features as well just okay. not as wonderful as PS4. Fair enough. Fucking come at us, bitches. Fucking Jesuits. <laughs> Special K Online. I kept waiting for Moylan to do something, so imagine my excitement when we reached the final two minutes and the two minutes and the game was close. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad, for getting my hopes up. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you. That, that's what he does. You, your fucking coach that's fucked it out of him. Twilltown said, uh, Cohen Hess has that look about him. It makes you feel he's not happy Jamaica has a bobsleigh team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. His try, the way his try went down, that's the way the Tamalolo one <laughs> earlier in the game should have gone down. Yeah. Just like fucking Skittles and just pulled. I, I forgot like, ju- just how prolific he was when he yeah. came on the scene last year. Yeah. It was just, okay, super sub try. Super yeah. sub try. It was, only when it, was, it was only when the, the chips were really down that he didn't, didn't do that shit. Like yeah. he was you know, he completely, you know, completely ineffective. Yeah, post-origin, post-origin yeah. he struggled yeah. a bit. So. And that's what Tom Lolo was like doing the second half of his, himself. Exactly, just yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, Alpha Ben RL, is it me or is young Matt Moylan looking older at the Sharks? Yeah, stepdad, your boy's all grown up. Well, you can fucking tell quite easily that he does not respect modern soldiers because fucking age has wearied him. Where are you fucking going with that? West Tigers 10 defeat the Sydney Roosters 8 in the fucking grand final, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Crowd of of just over 18,000 in attendance. Uh, uh, The the Tigers 10 uh, tries to Corey Thompson, um, a conversion to Lola Haya and two or three penalty goals uh, to Lola Haya, including a fucking spray from right in front. Um, the Roosters eight it tries with to Fergie Ferg, uh, one conversion to Latrell Mitchell and one penalty goal also to Mitchell. This game was like, I don't know how would you describe it. It was like Japanese pornography. There was oh, yeah. like few, there was the action. The action was they were going at it. The action was there, but <laughs> we just weren't seeing the tries. <laughs> like you weren't, you weren't seeing you weren't seeing the goodness until the very end when both of them decided to fucking you know. 
start to start to uh, you know start to do something. I mean, it was a, it was like half time two nil, and you would not have and even even then when when uh, they had the Simbin and the Roosters tied it up to all, it was a soccer scoreline, but it was a fucking game that was you know. If you hadn't have you hadn't yeah. looked, you know you it looked like it was yeah it was a great contest with uh you know chances on both sides and it was and it was amazing that it was just like so low scoring um and uh, and and the Noffa killer getting yeah. the, getting, getting the crucial try at the end that was fantastic and let me tell you I mean you know Noffa couldn't have got that he couldn't have fucking he couldn't have scored that. He couldn't have scored that try. Not at all. He would have been too head fucked about the nine tries he'd let in down the other end. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the, it, I see these things and it, it's almost Hollywood-esque in the, the yes. thing. The, the teddy drop. Like, you know, line the break wide was open. made. Yeah, and he would it, never... I mean, the pass wasn't fantastic. It was right above his head. However, he, he would have he swallowed that up yeah, and scored any other time. But see, that's it. You, you, if you give a prop or maybe a second roll for dropping that pass, yeah. when it is your job to that's be backing up and back nailing up and balls, inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You, you take those every day of the week. Yep. Um, the, the thing I liked about the Tigers is they kept their pace up for most of the game. Yep, I think that's how they're going to beat teams this year. They're, they're not going to be physically dominant. Um, they've got an aging Benji mm-hmm. and Luke Brooks, so I don't think they're going to be you know out creativitying many teams. Yep, but they set the pace of that game, and the Roosters weren't able to go with it. You know, for the Roosters, there are a couple of things. You know, obviously Cronks so used to how he was playing at Melbourne. Yeah, it's going to take a little um, while. It's going to, it's going to, it is going to be the ultimate test, though, if he was the, but the I, system halfback. Oh, obviously. But it's very interesting is, you know, you saw when he made the break up the right-hand side. Yep. He puts that kick in towards the posts. Yep. And he doesn't look. Yep. So Teddy was screaming up on his inside ready yep. for a pass. Yep. But in Melbourne systems, Billy Slater's there ready to. But it, no, it's, well, it's not even Billy Slater. Whenever there is a break, it's not yep. one person or two people backing up. Yep. There are three and four yep. every single time, and it's very often a second row. Yep. That'll pick that up and and score. Yep. So Cronk just instinctively puts the kick in because there's well, going to be there's, half there's a break on. Yep. So I just know that there's four guys out there. Yeah. It's nope. You know. So <laughs> um, not yet. Yeah. It'll, it'll take a little while. Friend, I thought, was a little bit out of sorts. His service was very high. There were a lot of times that people were reaching up yep. um, to take the ball, which takes crucial seconds, especially when you're on, you know, in that red zone attacking. Yep. Um, but he's a quality hooker, so he'll get back into it. And the fact that the Roosters couldn't capitalise on the sin bin, I think that was a big confidence booster for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, I don't, I, I don't know at the time, I don't know why they, they tied it up. Yeah, like why waste two two minutes off the off the top exactly. of, of a ten minute period? Yeah, Go, I mean you had. I mean, why did you get the penalty because they were fucking shot? Exactly. You know. Exactly. So, um, the the thing is, the Tigers have belief under Ivan. You know, if that's all he's given them. Yep. Because you know, I don't think he could upskill them in that time period. They're still the same Tigers they were. Yep. Uh, but they're playing with a little bit of belief. 
Yeah, and it's, it's much like the Knights. I mean, this this started to manifest itself last year. Yep. And now what we've seen is another incremental, you know, evolution or, you know, improvement in that. Yep. And if the new players that they brought in and everything can can execute what the you know what they're supposed to, yeah, then you know then this won't be the last you know decent team they've beaten. However, I mean this was a this was a win for eighty minute you know intensity and spirit over Correct. over legitimate you know quality that just hasn't fucking gelled yet yeah. because there's too many the, new moving parts. And again, the, the Roosters were sixty eight percent completion with thirteen errors. Yep, you, you're not going to get that given to you every week. Yep. Um, and this week the the Tigers have got a, a bit of a tougher test. Okay. Um, underscore JDHD. I won't tolerate a game where the referees are so corrupt. I'm going to buy a Swans membership instead. Hashtag tweet like a Roosters fan. <laughs> uh, Stuart Marler, get that asterisk up ya. Calm down, one eyed Tiger. I love my team. Great start to 2018. New year, new us. Hashtag Tigers incline. Um, Stuart Marlis for us is yeah, nice work sitting out the first round on this one guys a lot of folk would have locked in the chooks maybe myself included yes live to fight another day uh, Devonhead Rooster's forward pack is softer than Christopher Reeve's spine wow I, to me that line I mean while it's cold and I like that cold shit I feel like he copped out well, hey, Could have gone deceased. Yeah. So obviously it's soft because yeah. it's decomposed. Yeah, yeah. But I think if I think he would have gone Christopher Reeve even if that even if that he was still alive. Yeah. Okay. Like he just I, I think he could have he could have made it more topical, but he bitched out. That's yeah. My, that's my feeling. Warriors thirty two to feed the Rabbitohs twenty <laughs> over in WA. Sorry, I just pictured Christopher Reeve listening to Stairway to Heaven and getting sad. <laughs> Oh, oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> uh, over there in WA, good crowd, just under 40,000. That, that stadium is spectacular too. Perth yeah, puts it on. they got a tremendous fucking stadium over Perth there now. puts it on, yeah. There's a team playing out of that fucking stadium. Yeah. And uh, I was, I heard, um, I don't know if it was the uh, radio commentators talking about it or if it was the the TV ones, but they were, they were saying that they've got like this fucking off-site venue like bar thing outside that stadium that ho- like can house like four to five thousand people Jeez. it has like 150 taps and it's just this fucking epic fucking bar as Far well out. outside there as well for you know pre-stuff and whatever I'm like my god what a venue god but um the Warriors oh sorry I got to the point so Warriors 32 game uh Tries to uh, Papali, a double to Fusatua, uh, Sam Lusoni, uh, Kemba Malo, and uh, Solomon Akata with tries. Three of six conversions to Sean Johnson and uh, a penalty goal. Uh, the Rabbits had a double to Cody Walker, a double to Kenner, and Reynolds two of four conversions. Hmm. You know, the, a, a lot of people, you know, disagree because I, you know, I was talking about this over some drinks later in the weekend but I would watch that sort of attacking football where they're trading tries yep. for 20 minutes anytime I really enjoyed that yep. two teams just absolutely defensiveless just throwing <laughs> everything at each other um, most of the first half was just them going try for try for try yep. 
and looking for a weakness. Um, I think the end scoreline was a little bit flattering to the Bunnies when you take into account that there was a sin bidding and, and yeah. then the garbage time try. Yep, yep. You know, the, it, it, realistically, it was 30 to 10. Yep. It was much more of a flogging than, than the scoreline suggests. The telling stat was the, the discipline with the Bunnies. They completed at 66 and the Warriors were up over 80. That's what they're capable of. Yeah. And it's frustrating that we're so surprised that the Warriors can complete a game of football at that level. But it wasn't like the Stephen Kearney fucking, oh, I want to try and be the Storm and, you know, yeah. and structure, overstructure yeah. them to the max and everything. Yep. They actually looked like they were like the... They were like the dream of what the Warriors are supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except not making mistakes while they're doing it, you know? Yeah. Now, this is my thing. A lot of people have come out and, you know, and we'll get to this in question of the week, but saying that the Warriors are most improved and they'll be the yeah. biggest surprise pack. Into the, still, a lot of what they came up with was luck. Yep. Like, Sean Johnson, fuck, you know, you love watching him run. You know, he'd take a line on and he knows when to do it. He's old enough and smart enough now. He's not as quick as he was. Yeah. And so he's getting run down more often. And when he's throwing his passes, the one that's picked up on the boot laces and yep. not knocked on, yep. that's picked up maybe two times out of ten. Yep. So I'm not all the way there on the Warriors, but the signs are positive for him. Yeah, I mean, this this was a, this was a great performance. This was a, a, a dream Warriors performance. And uh, yeah, I mean they've got to do it. Like you know, I want to see more of more of it than not over the next six weeks. Yes. Before you even start to think about this year, is it really, really, really real? Yeah. Because they just can't be trusted. Um, Rabbits, Sands, Reynolds. I don't know. Fuck, they played without him most of last year too. Um, yeah, and look how they ended up. You know, Inglis is back. That's an influence for them. Although he was definitely round one Inglis. Yeah. He wasn't a fucking state of origin time Inglis. No. No. But I mean, he really has been at, at club level. No. For the Rabbitohs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did, some great, he did some great things for the Storm. But I don't think he's ever reproduced that club level form. Yeah, but look what the Storm did to Cassiano. <laughs> No fucking, fucking surprise. Unrecognisable. Yeah. I mean, like it, was, like, it was the off-season that stuck. Yeah. Like, fuck. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Bunnies fans, unfortunately, I, th- I think it's going to be a tough season. Could be. Could be. King Olevius, got to give him his uh, his tweet for this one. I don't know if it's devil's dust on my, in my nose or the fact that we didn't choke with the first half lead in Perth, but I'm happier than a fat chicken and all you can eat pizza hut. <laughs> Hashtag Warriors Prems 18. Hash Blake Green have my babies. <laughs> At Sienna Files, that uh, Warriors just too strong and powerful. This is how good the Sharks should have been on Peps. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Storm 36 to feed the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs comprehensively. 18 over there um, at the second portion of the double header. The uh, Storms 36 came from tries to Riley Jackson, double to Addo Carr, uh, Kay Bromwich, Curtis Scott. And Vunivalu also with tries. Cameron Smith, six of six conversions. Defeating the Doggies, 18, had a uh, try to Vitala Mariner, Morris B, and Matt Frawley. Uh, Mumbai, two of three conversions and a penalty goal. 
Dogs looked a much quicker team this year than they did last year. I'll give them that much. Look, I'm not gonna, I mean, look, I know that there, we have our trolls out there that are the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldog supporters, but you cannot say that they did not show signs of improvement. They look fucking good. Yep. At, in in uh, in passages, they couldn't keep it keep it up for eighty minutes, but I think that was probably more to, more down to the opposition, yeah. than than anything they were doing. Yeah. But there were definitely some some positive signs for the dogs. Yep, definitely. Um, I mean, but you know, Whoa. this this fucking foreign foreign drifting left short ball to Fatala Mariner coming in on the edge. Yeah. I mean, that's only going to work for another week. <laughs> I mean, if that's all they're going to do, then <laughs> oh. yeah. Look, there's potential. That's um, like that's every like attacking set on the line. That was like that's like yeah. that's two ta- that's two tackles every yep. time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the thing that worked the first time that would concern the shit out of me if I was a Dogs fan is just what Cameron Munster did to that team. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't think of many or any kick returns that equaled his first one that set up the try from last year. Yeah. Like the, the fact that you're at the end of your set, you put your kick in, and you're supposed to be applying defensive pressure to start your set off well. Yeah. And instead... You know, at our cars up the other end, just yep. absolutely analing your mum. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's not on. From there, the dogs just seem to lose the faith. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they always feel like they were, they get themselves back into it, but then yeah, and then there was that intercept or whatever for yeah. the last at our car one, and that just That's killed it. that just killed them off. And then yeah. there was you know I think it was another try after that. Yeah, but um, look, they competed. Oh, they competed far better than I thought. Yep. And the, you know what? The Storm actually looked more complete than I expected them to as well. Storm did. Some of the defence on on, ver- on the very edges. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and they were a little slow to start. But, though, yeah. but not that slow either. I mean, they scored like they hit back pretty fucking quickly after yeah. after the dogs got a try on them. So. Tell you what though, who's... What's fucking old mate with the pituitary gland tumour at the Storm? The fucking giant cunt. Oh, uh, Nelson. No, uh, yeah, he's fucking learned how to offload. Yeah. Fucking God help everyone. <laughs> Fuck me. And that was glorious too. <laughs> <laughs> I know mean, it was like it was, it was fucking glorious to watch. It was like a bit in Jurassic Park where you, <laughs> someone opened a door. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, you just, I just I just flashed back. I'd forgotten all about it until that, you mentioned yeah, it. Or that, something. Yeah, that was it was glorious. That was, yeah, I'm, I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Uh, Leroy Brown, 1978. That uh, the dogs of war <laughs> mutts got put down by the mighty storm. Hashtag purple pride. <laughs> fucking calm down. GT351 underscore Johns. Who sent us some tweets about the, about the peptide fucking whatever sharks and that as well? But I thought I'd keep his keep his rational uh, bulldogs one. Started well, already looked better than last season, but outclassed by a great side. There's better signs for us though. Calm doggies. Yeah, the, the year they reduce NRL games to fifty minutes, the dogs will be fucking premiers. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But I mean, there'd be a lot of other teams would be pretty fucking got pretty good too. Yeah, you'd you probably that. lose that too. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Super Grover four premiers 2018 bitches. Where do I join the queue for grand final tickets? You know I'm not selling those. That's <laughs> true. You will come them out in a while. Yeah, true. Um, here we go. Penrith Panthers 24 defeat the Parramatta Eels 14 at Panthers Stadium. Crowd of just over 21 and a half thousand. It's pretty good. Um, 
Penrith, uh, 24, a double to Blake and kick out tries, uh, three or three conversions to Cleary and three conversions, uh, sorry, three penalty goals as well, sorry. Uh, the Eels, 14, double to Hoffman, uh, try to Corbin, Corey Norman, uh, Moses, one of two conversions and uh, Norman missed with his only attempt. His best of games was the worst of games. Yes. The start. For both sides. That Penrith had was fucking so bad. It was fucking so bad. Like, people fleeing war-torn Syria saw visions of that (laughs) and turned around and went home. (laughs) But, yeah, you you look at... They completed none of their first three sets. In the first game of the year, and especially after what the fucking Dragons did to us last year, to complete none of your first three... Oh, oh, fuck, I was vomiting. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Um, Moving on from that, though, I'm very happy that it didn't break them. You know, because Parramatta came out, and while they're not the biggest pack of forwards, they are an aggressive pack of forwards, and they rotate them very well. You get no reprieve with those guys it's not like they've got two big hitters who then take a break and you can finally try and work back into the game they're just on and on and on and on and the fact that we could come back in that second half and actually up the tempo and up the aggression ourselves that was a very positive sign I think Penrith were very fortunate that Parramatta didn't get out to a further lead than they did because that could have been dicey. And the other the other thing as well, I think you're just fortunate. I mean, I, I think Penrith were a better team over the course of the 80 minutes. Yes. But it was still very sort of lucky, like against the run of play sort of try. That, that The first try for Blake and the kick-out try were both ones where it was like guys were like, they were, they were done and then they just busted through and, it, you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, and, then, and then got but, the try. again... They're the momentum changers. Yeah. They're the ones where you're putting in the extra effort that the defenders aren't. Yep. That'll turn matches. Yep. Um, I already put Kiko out there as a fucking revelation. Yeah. So, and he came through for um, you. He was, he, was the, he was the reason um, that Penrith won the game. And, oh, look, Blake as well. Oh, I, think, I, I mean... Very, very lucky. There was, there was one play where he went from fucking Blake to Bean to Blake. Yeah. And back again. So this is a Blake week. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> You know, there was one where he took a passing, knocked on, but they called it back. They were playing advantage. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very lucky. Yeah. Um, on the Eels side, again, they, they look to be picking up where they left off last year. You know, Moses looks more at home in that team. Um, he looks to have worked on his defence a fair bit. Uh, I'm not sure he's the fucking messiah that everyone keeps saying he is. No. Um, but... As marketing spin yeah. from back in the contract negotiation thing That's, back then. <laughs> that is true. But at the end of the day, when you, when you look at this game, as good as Penrith's comeback was and as good as their attitude was, as there were some good individual performances, clearly looked on song. At the end of the day, it really was kicking. You know, Penrith kicked three out of three conversions and three out of three penalties. Yeah. That ended up realistically being the difference in the score. So it could have turned into a very, very different game had Paramount had a decent kicker. Yeah. When they go back in, you know, 34 missed tackles. 
is absolutely too much. Yes. You can't go through the NRL season missing 34 tackles. It's round one. I know that match fitness is an issue, um, but there's still plenty to work on there for both teams. And Jared Hayne, while he did nothing, he wasn't the complete fucking liability that I expected him to be. Well, he didn't know look pass over the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he plus. was just kind of there, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, you go, oh, fuck that, this guy. Like, <laughs> like some other teams in some other games. Um, uh, where we got Hey Sam Warden. Tedesco, Woods and Moses all lose at different clubs. You can take the boys out of the decline, but you can't take the decline out of the boys. That's true. I just had to put that one in there because that's when it came in because uh, Moses completed the triumvirate. And actually, it, it, we failed to mention what the fuck was Woods doing with his fucking hair? <laughs> Mullets are never good. No. There's no, like Joe Dirt, maybe. That's it. The only, the only good mullet ever. Look. But when you're going bald and you're desperately trying to hang on to the parts that grow hair. Yeah. It, it just, yeah, go gracefully. Aaron Woods... Dennis Ferguson. That's that's pretty much the only two people that have rocked that haircut in history. One, notorious child molester. I was going to say, mate, you know, don't judge him too harshly. He may have been going to a Catholic dress-up party after the game. Oh, it's just I saw a photograph of him today, though, and it looked like he may have like got it cut off. You know my fucking rule. If you are a world beater, if you are playing out of your skin... Do what you want. Do what the fuck you want. Layer it up. That's it. Yep. But Aaron, fuck it. If you're spending any more time in the barber's chair than you need to be that you could be spending on the training paddock <laughs> or watching fucking video reviews or yep. doing something, yep. you've got a fucking problem. Look at Jack DeBellin. Fucking world beater. Now. Brian James. Now. Fucking world beater. Yep. Mitch Rain's playing first grade again. I heard Ryan James in the, in the post-match interview uh, say how great it was to have a world-class hooker like Mitch. <laughs> we'll get to them. Yes. <laughs> Paramount Mark II. No excuses today. Paramount to play for 31 minutes. Then they sent Wenty out to finish the game. Hashtag soft cunts. Hashtag back to the drawing board. Hashtag lots of shit to address. Um, we've got uh, Tim K9817592. Fuck, there's a lot I, of Tim K's I, out there. I, I believe, yes, yeah, there's a lot of Tim K's, and I, I believe this guy he may have been a he may be a Russian Russian magabot. Okay. <laughs> you know, Jared Haynes is overrated player, yet Ray Warren is tonguing his ass like a paddle pop. That's the only thing that made me think he wasn't a Russian bot. <laughs> it just seems too specific. <laughs> anyway, moving on, the Gold Coast Titans thirty edged out the Canberra Raiders twenty eight in another one of these games from this week they'll uh, give a long-suffering fan base a bit of a, a bit of a shot in the arm that's it down there at Hope Solo and um, I don't have the crowd figure here maybe there was zero people um, the Titans 30, <laughs> 30 uh, tries the Proctor LG uh, Sammy Copley and Harrell uh, four or five conversions to Flash and a penalty goal the uh, Raiders 28 tries to uh, Havili White and Whitehead Paulo and uh, BJ Leilua, uh, three or four conversions to Croker, and uh, Caesar was successful with his only attempt. Yeah. Yeah, it was very ordinary start by the uh, 18 the nearly in about, in less than 18 minutes, I think they've beaten the clock. And just were getting absolutely belted. Mm-hmm. Like, just destroyed mm-hmm. up the middle of the field. It, it really did look like Canberra was just going to settle in and 
roll over and walk over and just absolutely annihilate the Titans. At 18 nil, I had this sick feeling in my stomach that these fucking Titans were going to prevent the Broncos from finishing the round in 16th. 16th, yeah. And it made me sick. It, it was just, again, one of those simple things that, well, how do you forget in the off-season that you can't leave fucking gaps that big when there's cunts <laughs> that big running at them? It, it really is. Um, you know, Garth Brennan's got a new team. He's a new coach. He's got players up there that are out of sorts and, yep. and out of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. So, again, round one, all the excuses are out. It's going to take them a little while. At the end of the game... The the Titans look definitely the more creative of the two sides, whereas the yep. Raiders tries were very much the fucking big guys running out, little guys barging over. And don't get me wrong, they're worth the same amount of points, mm-hmm. and I would happily take them. Oh, and, that, and, that, and that try and that try to, to lay lure was like the the Raiders like of the last like two two years. Yeah. That was the Raiders' thing picking yeah, up ever. You know, like a, a yeah. Yeah, yeah like crazy a tap back and you know exactly. combination. Um, but I think there's some better signs there for the Titans in, a, in being able to create yep. something. Yep. Um, they're going to want to work on it a little bit, or some teams are going to take an awful lot of fucking intercepts off them this year with those big floaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but Taylor and LG look good together. Yep. You know, all the focus has been on Taylor. I, I, I thought LG played really well. You know, he, he's playing that supporting half role. Yeah, and this is his first, well, his so. first game back since... You know, like after an off season yeah. and, and being out, you know, with a significant injury for a decent amount of time. Yep. So, uh, yep. you know, give him a chance to work his way back into into the groove. But yeah, I mean, he it. seems he seems like he's going well. Tails, you know, he was great. You know, how many other teams could you say have lost somebody who the media touts as a world class player and get better? Which player are you talking about? I'm talking about Hayne. Oh yeah, well, I mean, you know, so Haynes always talked about as he's world class player, yeah, he's this, and he's a champion, and he's yeah, this, we and he's know, that. We, people know. I know, but people he's, know the, now. he's the proof of the pudding. Yeah, you know, it's it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. But I think for both of them, they got to go away this week and realise that they both leaked over twenty six points. Yeah. So there's there's some good signs there for the way Canberra were, were busting through the middle and and the way that the the Titans applied pressure eventually and yeah. and scored points from it and you know, never say die attitude. They they both leaked a fair bit, so they want to work on that. I think Titans would be happy to get the two points to start the season off at home. Because mm. remember, the Titans have got a, a terrible fucking schedule over the next... Not so much the teams they're playing over the next couple of months, but they've got to deal with this Commonwealth game shit where that's their home true, game... Yeah. They've, they've got a home game that's, that's out at Toowoomba. They've got a home game that's being played out of Gladstone. Um, that's the manly one. I think they're playing Drag- Dragons out at Toowoomba. Um, so, I they mean, play Dragons out of Toowoomba. Yeah. Is Blackwell yeah. coming up for that? Yes. Yes, he is. Fuck. So I think we should be going out for that one. Yeah, we'll do a road trip. Yeah, see if we can get our real dad out there as well. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, uh, yeah, it should be happening. You, me, Blackwell and Rowdy on a road trip. Jesus fucking Christ. Good times. Um, Occupy Duckburg, aka Mup. I'll give him a tweet on this one. He said, uh, I should call the NRL off for the Commonwealth Games. Come back for the finals with whatever the top eight is now. <laughs> and if that doesn't tell you what the mindset of a Titans fan yeah, like... that is true. <laughs> in terms of what they think they can uh, sustain. Uh, th- yeah, that's it. Previews kicking off. 
Oh my God, the NRL draws rigged the Dragons with another Thursday night game. Consecutive Thursday night games. <laughs> <laughs> the Sharks take on the Dragons at Allianz. 6pm Friday death slot. And um, what the... What have I got here? Why do I have... I've got my games all fucked up here. No, have you got a team it's list? The Sharks. It is a shark. Yeah. At Southern Cross Stadium. Okay, why do I, why have I got that all fucked up? Must have, got, must have got my notes fucked up. Hang on a minute. Give me you got the team list there so I can have a look at it. Certainly do. Because they're on a Thursday, aren't they? They are. They're yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure why that got fucked up. Okay, cool. So, this is a... Uh, this is a uh, yeah, because this one's meant to be... This is at, um, at fucking Reclaim Australia, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. don't know why my nights got fucked up. Anyway, um... So well with this one, I mean, you know, the Sharks had like a, a decent hit out last week. Uh, a tougher, t- a tough road game. You know, one of the tougher ones going up to Cowboys, especially when there was a big fucking, you know, Bukaki, yeah, Jonathan Thurston. You know, yeah. re- celebrating Jonathan Thurston being the first player to ever play three hundred games in yep. the history of rugby league. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Dragons, though, fuck man, this one, this is this is one of this is one of the big games between the two sides. This is a. One of those hateful encounters. Parochial enemies. Yes. You know, little brother, big brother. If you want to call them that. And honestly... But technically, Cronulla are the big brother because they've been a club longer than St. George Illawarra. Yeah. But then there's also the, the flow of players from one to the other and they've that sort of thing as well. the same amount of premierships. Yeah, 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 exactly. They yeah. have. St. George Illawarra and Cronulla have won the same amount of premierships. Correct. So... So I think it's round two. I think I think the Dragons are looking more like the completed article at this early stage of the season. Yes, and certainly if they can back up with the uh, the types of performances, if the, I mean, like I said, I said at the start, uh, you know, last week is that, that like I think Graham's like you know probably fucking cooked, but no fucking way. Not based on last week's evidence. He was in fucking everything <laughs> he was, last week. He's, he was, mate. He was putting me in against the putting me in against yeah. a, a low life piece of shit. Yeah, you know. exactly. Which shouldn't really fucking surprise us, because yeah. somehow fucking Jason Nightingale's still scoring tries. Yeah, yeah, and not just and not like the the Darius Boyd variety of fucking catch yeah. and put it down in the corner try. You know, in Origin, yeah. it's like he has to do stuff sometimes, and like you know maybe he needs to fucking break dance on his head. Yeah. Like there, there were cunts on the in memoriam section at the game <laughs> that Nightingale was like, "Yeah, I played with him." Yeah, <laughs> it's like fucking hell. Yeah, I remember when he made his debut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was a good lad. Um, <sighs> but look, just based on what I saw last week, I, I think I'm gonna have to tip the Dragons here. Same, and I mean, unfortunately, you know, we, you know, we may have kiss of kiss of death you, but you know. Still a kiss. Take what you can get. Choosy fucks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, look, I'm 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 going to have to go with the dragons. Mm. Okay. Um, the death slot on Friday uh, is the Roosters taking on the doggies. Ugh. And uh, who the fuck cares? Because I'll still be coming back from work. So this game basically doesn't exist for me. <laughs> For, for me, predominantly working working from home, I love the daylight saving five o'clock afternoon yeah. because I, I, it actually means I, I can actually knock off early. <laughs> and I can go and, and I can go and grab some beers. And I, don't have to, I don't have to drive home anywhere. I don't have to drive to anywhere. And uh, 
it's actually more of a hassle when it's like a game that I, you know that I want to go and see at Suncorp. Yeah, like, that's you know, yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna get oh, in. Fuck, I'm gonna get in there uh, against traffic. But um, look, this is a tough. This is uh, uh, I'll probably say this every game, but I'll find this one based on the last round a tough one to pick because the Roosters they certainly weren't poor. But they were very disjointed and clearly yeah, not, not the not nearly the completed article yeah. in terms of combinations and so on. Yeah. Uh, the doggies, I feel like they're probably closer to they were they were closer to what they what they're meant to become. Yep. Um, I, I think this is where Kronk proves his worth. Yeah. The roosters to me last week looked like. Do you remember when when Pierce was rubbed out for dog fucking, and they just looked like. They weren't in it to have a go. Yeah, the, um, yeah, I'm know, not sure if it's that rounds. Yeah, it's it, it was almost that apathy. By the time they were partway through the game, it was almost the ah, oh, well, okay, here we are, and yep. and this is it. I'm I'm not sure that there's a lot of spine in the Roosters. Yeah. So th- this will be a big test for them. Um. I'm tipping. Oh no! It's a, oh, the fucking home crowd doesn't matter because they've got no fucking fans to go to games. And then it's and it's at six o'clock. It's, so it's like, yeah. Even though even though you can walk there from Central, very easily. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the one home game where you go. Well, you know, actually, yeah. Yeah. It's look, not too far from. Look, I'm going to tip the Roosters. I'm inclined to tip them as well, and it's based it's and it's based on the belief that I do think that they should be one of the favourites for the competition this year, provide everything clicks. And if that is the case, then they'll need to be yeah. start demonstrating that at some like point. They, they were one or two drop balls away from winning that game last weekend. Just, yeah, it was like that one tackle out wide. I mean, yeah. that, that try was what three minutes to go or something. Yeah, two so. minutes to go. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, so next one we have the uh, typical Friday night encounter. With the Brisbane Broncos playing somebody, in this case it's the North Queensland Cowboys, getting the bigger, uh, getting another big uh, derby done early. Yep. And uh, wow, the Broncos need need <laughs> to show us something. And I am not sure if the occasion will be enough to unfuck everything <laughs> that needs to be unfucked this early on in the season. Yeah. Because the Cowboys. They'd be- they barely missed a step. Yeah, that, yeah. That- they were playing a game. They were playing a milestone game against a, a side that, at least over the last couple of years, has been a contender. A, you know, a contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Cowboys look to have a fairly typical round one game for a mm-hmm. team that's come back into a tough sport. Yep. From the off season, um, Brisbane do tend to grow another leg at Suncorp. Mm-hmm. You know, they get a, a very good crowd there, and they're going to be a passionate crowd. Yep. You know, the Broncos had troubles against St George's forward pack, and 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 they're not Hess and fucking Scott and ten year yeah. contract man. Yeah, tell yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, a very very interesting game. The other thing I read today was that uh, apparently Uncle Wayne has been openly. Throwing, boxing, throwing the curse words at the halves. Yeah, so and, uh, and particularly Milford, I believe. So th- th- it'll be interesting to see whether that brings him out and snaps him out of what he was doing, or whether he pulls some little fucking millennial temper tantrum that he's never allowed to feel uncomfortable and no one's ever allowed to say nasty things to get him. homesick for his halo somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So um, I can't remember who tweeted it. I was. 
chance someone like through you know after Thursday night obviously and so like what you know what the Broncos should be fucking killer what did they do to that to that little fucking halfback that little, sorry, that little fullback from Canberra which is untouchable fucking yeah superstar fucking yeah. fast like, like <laughs> it, who knows yeah who knows uh, especially with a club with such a successful history of moving you know fullbacks to six yep now they got fucking hamstrings boyed. Yep. Run in there. So um, I'm tipping the Cowboys in this one. Yep. Same. They'd want to. Boyd would want to be 100. I mean, you can't go through all season like. Yeah. Take some. Take two weeks off if you have to. Yeah. You can't keep fucking hobbling around out there because yeah. because he was shit last week. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think team teams have started to pick him. Yeah. The fact that he's up in the defensive line a lot of the time to give Brisbane an extra man. Yep. It it's now become a weakness for them. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Saturday's games. First one is the Warriors taking on the Titans in New Zealand, Mount Smart Stadium. Oh, what a fucking Sergei Scripple of a game. Well, look, I, I hate to I hate to have belief in any of these teams at any <laughs> stage of the season. However, I'm going to go with the Warriors at this time. Uh, I mean, they're, they're not the most amazing home, home ground advantage team ever, but the Titans aren't, aren't the best away team ever either. And I think... Like the Warriors were so impressive, and the Titans leaked a lot of points. And the Titans leaked a lot of points, and the Titans will leak. Like if you think those Canberra tries looked easy, yeah. The, I mean, the Warriors are going to be throwing that shit on them all, you know, yeah. all game long. Yeah. And and while I don't think the Warriors are near the completed article yet, and I'm really, really reluctant to put any faith in them whatsoever. Yep. And certainly in the in a last man standing competition, I would be they would be my pick for the round. No. But I expect them to come away with the win. Yes. I'm trying to look, check the changes. Okay, so there's there the 21 man squad. There's the same, and uh, yeah, and the Titans are more or less the same as well. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the Panthers taking on the Rabbitohs out there at Panthers, and uh, this is on the Saturday afternoon. Uh, what do we got? Just really, just some shuffling around as far as starting and be- starting and interchange, right? And, um, and who the fuck knows what'll happen? Yeah, on exactly. The day. Exactly. Exactly. What's happening with the Rabbitohs? Uh, okay, and then we've obviously got the. Uh, Oh no! There we go. It's a knee injury for Reynolds. You're saying his face, wasn't it? So yeah, it, 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 it is go. his fucking stand. So he's a biscuit. I thought it Fuck. was his face. There oh, there you go. I saw he's a he's a fucking biscuit. Then fuck him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a liability. It is. <laughs> he's, he's the fucking millennial Jared Mullen. Oh dear, dear. Um, danger game for pennies. If you remember last year, the the Rabbitohs were the ones that thumped the fuck out of us and put us to the sword, put a big score on us. That was later in the season. Like Which mid- snapped us out of our yeah. losing streak, yeah. pretty much, and, and really got us on the road to redemption. That but, was the one uh, where, yeah, where they like actually like slapped your face and, and yeah, called you little bitches and stuff. And, they wiped and, their dick and, on the curtain yeah, when they left. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you actually folded rather than said, you yeah, know, no, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, these guys are going to be physical. They're big, they're tough, gumby as fuck, but they're going to bring a, a fair bit of bash of mentality because that's yeah. what got them through last time but I don't think the Rabbits this year um, are going to be that the Rabbits that la- the, at that stage they weren't threatening either yeah that's true they're just big guns but um, talk, it, talk it down all you like I, st- I would still be uh, picking you guys but for the same reason I picked the Warriors against the Rabbits last week mm-hmm. um, I think you know a, a fleet footed team like Penrith you know Cleary will take advantage of some tired men in the middle and away we go Undefeated season of destiny continues. Storm take on the Tigers. 
down there at the Korean Housewife. Different story for the West Tigers this week. I mean, we did look at their first five games, and they were all uh, you know potential losses. They managed to jag the first one, with these not being quite quite ready for it. Uh, the Storm, however, proved last week that they're uh, they're fairly ready for it, and they're in Melbourne. And you have those dreams. It's a, milestone, it's a milestone game too. It's, it's Billy's back. It's game three hundred. Oh, fuck. So that that puts Munster back to five eighth. Do you ever have those dreams when you were a kid and you dreamt that it was like the perfect Christmas and you got every single fucking toy that you wanted <laughs> that year and it was great and you could feel you were playing with yeah. them and you were this, you were this and then you, you woke up and you realised it was like fucking March. <laughs> this is Tigers fans this week. <laughs> <laughs> the the basking in the afterglow of winning the grand final. <laughs> It's a world oh. club challenge. <laughs> yeah. And so. uh, I'm sorry. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tigers fans. I don't want it to be this way. <laughs> but I feel like there may be a slight come down. All, all, I, I, hope, I hope that they can compete and, and push the storm all the way. Yep. If they can beat them, even better. It'd be fantastic. But it's the, a milestone game. Everything's looking... Melbourne. Yeah, the the last time the Tigers beat the Storm was in two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, and there was that at Leichhardt. I remember that game. I think I don't fucking know. Tedesco scored. Nofaluma scored. Pat Richards was fucking kicking him from everywhere. So and uh, no, Nofaluma not even in twenty one. Yes. So his uh, his first game career is over. I would almost agree with that conclusively. <laughs> Unless he gets a release to go and play for somewhere else. Yeah. Poor fucker, though. He was in, in the midst of all of that big four, we're not sure what we want to do. He was the first one there going, I'll sign, I'll sign, I'll, I'll sign. sign. I'm loyal as shit. <laughs> oh, fucking learn how to tackle, cunt. And Cleary comes in. <laughs> Loyalty does not exist in this bus, does it? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Parramatta Eels of Brookie. Sunday afternoon, match of the round. And uh, thank God, one of the things I didn't mention is uh, Brad Parker comes into the, into the centre, uh, replacing Matt Wright. Um, Matt Wright, he was solid and he fucking had to... And, and he had to carry some weight over on the wing there after George got injured uh, yeah. you know, in the season. And he, he did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah, he took up some of the goal kicking and everything. He, d- he did a, a decent job under the circumstances. But holy fuck, like, it was very noticeable uh, last week that whenever Cherry Evans or anyone went went right, and they kind of died with right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and the Uate Parte didn't really have the opportunity to do anything because it died. Yeah. <laughs> One man inside. Yeah. So hopefully um, Parker can uh, do something about redressing that imbalance and giving some ball to Uate Parte. Um, also the... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you who you don't want giving any ball to the Uate Parte. Who's that? Is either of Parramatta's kickers <laughs> because if anything's high up in the air... You're fucked. He's he's all right. He's all right. He drops some. He catches some. You know. Keeps it keeps it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Keeps, let you know you're alive. I mean, I just hope they don't kick the ball too high in the air because I can only hold my breath for so long. Um, and also uh, Winter Winterstein and Brown, who uh, I believe were, were playing uh, Monopoly on the sidelines, didn't actually get a game. Uh, they are not. 
in the 17 this week with uh, Jackson Hastings and Lloyd Perrett. But I'm, I'm very happy with uh, both of those inclusions. I'm a big fan of Hastings, and I was I didn't understand what what he did last year. He, he performed well in all his first-grade games. I didn't know what he did to not get a sniff about after about the halfway point of the season. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see him back. Hopefully he gets some time. Uh, also, he's just a great ca- player to carry on the bench because... If there's, you know, a centre goes down or a half... or Coverage you know, is important He can, co- days, he can cover a coverage lot of... Coverage is his, important. He may be one of the best, you know, coverage guys in the team as far yeah. as being able to actually play well at multiple positions yeah. as well. Um, now, where are we? The Eels. Pretty much as per... As, as per, per last weekend. Week, yeah. So, uh, look, you know, the Eels are going to be disappointed in the way they fell off and uh, against the, the old enemy... I'm sure they're going to want to uh, dig in for longer than uh, you know 35 minutes. Here's the thing, you you, know, you guys rolled through the nights pretty fucking simply. Yeah. Last week, but then if you look at it on paper, you're coming up against a backline that's Hayne, Jennings, Hoffman, Bevan French. Like th- th- these aren't fucking horrible players. No. Parramatta should have far more points in them. Um, they should. Yeah, it's a tough one. I'm going para, just because Manly are all cunts. I'm going Manly at home, because para are all cunts. And the people that support them. All cunts. Okay. Who deserve the worst that life has to offer. As in playing at a fucking hoard-out named ground like Lotto oh, Land. I'll tell you what. Because you can't afford to name your own fucking stadium after your own team. Mate, it's not our stadium to name, mate. It's owned by the council. Fuck. <laughs> so Hayne will feel right at home there. <laughs> uh, well, this is, this is one that he doesn't own. This is, this is where he gets owned. Um, and finally, rounding out the rounding out the round of matches, uh, the Raiders take on the Knights on not on not Monday night football. I still miss night Monday Night Football. It was a very fucking convenient night to watch games. Not to attend them, but to watch them on Correct. television. Yes. Very convenient. Yes. Um, this one's down in Canberra. And, of course, we're way too early in the season for, to worry about Canberra and Canberra. Correct. In terms of environmental fucking <laughs> concerns. Um, the Knights would be buoyant. The Raiders would be pissed off and reamed. Yeah. And I just feel that I think with the trouble they had containing Manly's forwards, yeah. t- times that by Papali. Yeah. Or and Paulo. No, Paulo, he's a nice fat wrecking it's ball too. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, oh, so they finish it off though. The you Knights know. have not got a good draw for them, you know, I think over the next six or seven rounds. Yeah. So it's very critical that they take, like a game like this, I think of, of any teams... Like Canberra are vulnerable to another, you know, up performance from the Knights. Correct. And so it's games like this they're going to have to take because, you know, they can they can celebrate and they can love Pierce all they like for a golden point extra time win. Yeah. If they lose the next six or seven games, then they're back at square one. Yeah. Or look, worse. And you know what? Look, you, you look at Newcastle and you've got you know, people like Lamb coming off the bench who can add a bit of spark. Yep. Um, hopefully Ponga gets a bit of early ball with some tired forwards. Yep. Yeah, Newcastle are a chance here. 
he needs to I mean, Ponga, he, he needs to slot in and like you know do some you know dummy half stuff at you know at the, at the end of halves and things like that i mean yeah. like get, find himself more involved yeah because he I, I just felt like like he looked good at times in the in that manly game but like he it, he didn't really feel like he got the ball much at all though either yeah, that's so true. they got to figure out how they're going yeah. to get him involved. Yeah, and uh, at the right times. Yeah, it, it's no good sending that spindly little cunt just straight yeah. after it. Well, yeah, we're not. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying take it one out off the <laughs> first tackle in the set. Uh, like, uh, uh, <laughs> believe, Caleb. Just believe. <laughs> believe through him. You're so you're so fast. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, looking at you, it's impossible to believe you weigh what you actually do. I just feel like the, the circumstances of Canberra blowing the lead, regaining it yeah. in a very Canberra-like way, and then blowing it again right, yeah. you know, right at the last minute of the game, last two minutes of the game. I just feel like that's going to hurt. And uh, I don't want to read too much in round one. Yeah, but I just Blake, want to do like Blake the way that people react to round... Blake Austin-y. He hasn't been Blake Austin-y ever since. Uh, you know, BJ blew up at him. Yeah, you know, They had the big thing. That is and, true. Yeah. So yeah, he's a guy you you know don't know. I don't know, but man, it's a, it's a long way since he was you know he first surfaced at Canberra, and yeah. uh, you know everyone was loving him. I know he's a huge favourite of us, but you know the way he was playing as well. But is you know just dropped off a lot. Mm. He's Sam Williams though. He did some stuff. <laughs> Who knew he could play? <laughs> I thought he was forever going to be their guy that was like signed to them, but always played for feeders. <laughs> yeah, he fucking showed me. Oh, God. <laughs> Mailbag here, Twitter. We've got a, a long message um, directed mostly at you from uh, our buddy, uh, fancy uh, NRL CEO. So I'm not sure if anyone's picked up on it, but since Jay became a Titans member, there have been a number of changes at the club. One, Panthers reserve grade coach Garth Brennan signed on. Two, Mitch Rain gets fed up playing reserve grade and heads north. Three, Leilani Latu moves up from Penrith to the Gold Coast. Four, Bryce Cartwright flips right before the season starts. Five, Tyrone Peachy agrees to a big money three-year deal with the Titans in 2019. Six, his old mate Michael Gordon took the long route from Penrith to Cronulla to Parramatta to Sydney City to the Gold Coast. So my question is, when will Jay switch clubs to the Gold Coast Panthers? Now, you started that with, I'm not sure if anyone's picked up on this. Well, fucking Forrest Gump. (laughs) Lots of people have picked up on that. Because every one of those fucking things you've said have been in the newspapers or on this thing called the internet where people can read about things that interest them, very often organised into convenient sections of similar content. So fucking everyone knew about it. The fuck are you going on about? I think it's like if people have, um, you know, pieced together that it's actually, you know, you're doing... I, no, I'll put it out there. And a result of you becoming a member at Titans. We started a GoFundMe to buy the Titans. We raised $9. <laughs> which which finished us in second place. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the garbage? 
what's it? The the what? <laughs> the fucking family done the car. Yeah, I know, I know you're talking. About, I don't know. I don't remember the name. Okay. I don't give a fuck about yeah. Gold Coast car dealers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can barely remember my own. Why are you putting this on me? Yeah. Oh, about that's it? a fucking wasted opportunity if they're not having Conrad advertise their cars. <laughs> yes. Um, Particularly like, like rooms, you know, <laughs> how spacious they are. Yeah, that's it. For activities. So, yes. You're a fucking idiot, NRL CEO. <laughs> Well, Peter Beattie, <laughs> cockhead, jeez, fucking Queensland Premier, totally glenning him. Occupy Duckburgs. Who's in the running for this week in League Gronk of the Year 2018? I just saved a winning tweet to drafts, but I don't want it. Selling it to the highest bidder. Oh, fucking NRL CEO's got it at this stage. <laughs> MKH Comic uh, refreshes podcast, sees this week in League, grabs the lube and car keys, leaves wife. <laughs> uh, Christy Davis 02. Uh, when you can't sleep after night shift, but you listen to these blokes, oh my God, haven't stopped laughing, loving it. Uh, hashtag new listener. Kept my word, said I'd be on board this season. Welcome, Christy. Welcome aboard. Uh, Stuart Marlow. And can fucking banter with the best of them. Yes. A, a couple of degenerates tried to get in there. A new... Um, did a, not back down. A new... Uh, a new... Uh, uh, a new uh, woman of the year or, you know... New contender. 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 That's for, it. Uh, first lady of Twill. For, for the first lady, yeah. Mm. Uh, Stuart Marlow. Shout out for the newest member of Twill Nation, little Owen. Definitely a back, not a forward. Congratulations, sir. And Stuart is uh, staunch as fuck in terms of tour nation and, uh, and membership and turning up to um, yeah, and stuff too. Yeah. So congratulations, sir, on the arrival. Well done. Uh, where are we here? Oh, the old uh, warrior suck balls. He's uh, I underscore am underscore a underscore warrior with one R, not two. So yes, you are. <laughs> if you Gronks talk about some losing team more than the Warriors I'm not going to pay my 2017 membership how come Carney has to jump through hoops for being a twat but it's my dream to fuck a virgin Hayne allegedly raped a girl in the US and gets a freebie well it's because allegedly I mean it's still going through the system isn't it I think it's pretty much <laughs> it's something that's been dropped by the, the, the criminal system over there isn't it and she's pursuing a, a civil thing right or um, I haven't had the people that I trust with that sort of information come back to me yet, so yeah, I will. Um, and Carney, let's not talk about him. I mean, yeah, what's more concerning is you're fucking hard on for Carney there. It's like you, uh, once again, just to be perfectly clear, the reason Carney is not playing at the moment is not because someone took a photo where he may or may not have been pissing into his mouth, whether it was a prank or whatever. Yeah, that's not the reason. No, it's. The reason is because he had a photo taken of him pissing in his mouth after he'd done like a DUI thing, after he'd been on the piss, um, I think, uh, fucking getting chased by the cops, and then he had another DUI, and then he, he set his dude on fire. He pissed on a casino table. Yeah. He, yeah. It was just, it's just, it was just the the last thing in a string of about seven offences and you know incidents yeah. that he had over his career. Like when my wife eventually leaves me, it'll be because I've left a fork on the bench. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make her a bitch. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rob sold out. How many more years will we be persecu- persecuted with Wolf Mother, Joker, and the Thief during NRL games? When will we be free? Will we be free from the tyranny? <laughs> One of the greatest YouTube videos in the world is that guy from Faith No More, and he's at a festival and he's being interviewed, 
and Wolf Mother come on in the background yeah. and he stops the interview just and like asks 20 passes by if he's crazy or their shit <laughs> I've not seen that I'm going to have to look it up it's great fantastic okay the question of the week this week we're saying of the winners from the round one matches who's the real deal mm. and uh, we had many many responses uh, George Cronita said uh, as a passionate bunny supporter to see them get overrun by quality Warriors outfit I've got to say if the Warriors can keep this up and take advantage of the schedule around Origin they might just finally get to where we all thought they should have been years ago Eight. let me tell you one thing I've noticed about the show this year, as opposed to last year, is the impact that 280 characters is making on the length of tweets. Yes. <laughs> Run out of breath sometimes. I <laughs> uh, ben R 47 underscore, yeah, he's, he's nominated Channel 9 because Blocker Roach is making ears bleed all across the world. That's, oh, not, that's not a... a blocker, he is fucking getting... He's so bad. He's getting worse. Yeah. He's worse than Rabs, and Rabs has got all his fucking dementia and shit. Yeah, but he's like a, he's like a drunk uncle. But he's he's got these fucking sayings for things that aren't sayings as well. Ah, oh, he he gave Brandy Alexander a fucking virtual hand job on the weekend, so I'm okay with him this week. <laughs> I can't I can't think of an example, but this weekend, if I'm some a- fucking dumb cunt referred to him as one of the best Penrith halves ever. And Blocker stood up about, you know, how about one of the best ever. So, he, he gets a week's, re- week's reprieve in my books. Uh, he, never, he never interjects anything insightful. It's always just like a, oh, how about... <laughs> 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 like there's a drunken guy that's, you know, rigged r- 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 the... <laughs> yeah, there you go. control of the microphone from one of the real guys. Um, but, I mean, look, but, yeah, I will say this. If someone like Ben in Atlanta knows who Blocker Roach is <laughs> you know he's doing something that is true Hammers H4MMERZ real deal the Cowboys better than predicted the Titans honourable mention to Tigers and Knights once again struggling with the concept of one answer to a question <laughs> fucking hell Leroy Brown 1978 precision isn't part of the profession you have sir (laughs) Leroy Brown 1978 the Melbourne Storm just give them the trophy already the Bulldogs didn't look bad at all I tipped them for the spoon they gave me a fright Mm. hot dogs of war I'm not a Warriors fan but the Warriors looked the real deal to me Sean Johnson played like he was covered in spiders and Isaac Luke played like it was a contract year they also looked fit for the first time I can remember good points all of them underscore JDHD too early to tell, except for Melbourne, because, well, you know, uh, Wally Frogmore, Ben Hunt FC, uh, Stoic Bunny. What the fuck does that mean? It's a fucking cunt? Fucking dragon. Yeah, yeah. Football club, you know, like a soccer thing. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> Stoic Bunny. None have shown that much. If after round one of this week's winner shows consistency, maybe. Remember the Saints last year. Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy Davis, 02. So, uh, us Mexicans down here that everyone hates, Purple Pride. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Barjas, the Knights. We won the game, then had four players get into trouble for playing up. Now the club has given it the boys will be boys treatment. That's exactly how the big clubs do it. Just give us a trophy now. 
Saint underscore Lando. The purple cheats 100%, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Brandon Vaudre. The Warriors. I'll put everything I own on them. They've won the first game and had a good preseason. They'll never, ever choke again. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Rusty Hard Up. The Fox Sports commentary team. Blocker is reaching for greatness. And again, with Blocker. And, uh, and then Brandon Vaudre again. Is. Also, the team at Ashley and Martin. I'll tell you. The fucking... The hair... <laughs> Darren Lockyer's hair is getting such a... Oh, every radio show I've li- <laughs> listened to while you're driving around, they're always talking about Darren Lockyer's hair as well. Is it like... He thinks that no one else knows what going bald looks like. I don't... I, well, the thing is, like, it's never going to be an issue for me personally. But if it was, you'd start implementing the preventative measures or the replacement measures, whatever the fuck it is. You'd start doing that as you go so people don't see the decline and then all of a sudden it's just fucking sprouted like it's a desert and then all of a sudden it's sprouted yeah. again to a forest that's it like that that's, that yeah. to me would be the seamless strategy to employ yeah like it might thin a bit but then it can't you know but it's not gone but he's <laughs> he's like thinned gone bald conceded defeat shaved his yeah. whole head and now he's come back like oh surprise <laughs> <laughs> who knows yeah um Devon Head the red V bitches he didn't put a comma in there, so I assume he's... I don't know why he considers the dragons to be bitches. Yeah. But, you know, that's, yeah, that's a way to get blocked by your, your digi, mate, because... That is true. I hear they've just done an amnesty, you know, trying to unblock people for the start of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. I should see if I'm unblocked. <laughs> I, I'll request it. If, <laughs> I think you got to request it or have people request it, but um, I don't think they've just gone through and just gone unblock, unblock, unblock on everybody. Because <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were renowned blockers. Uh, Cavernous Hope has to be the Knights boys finally have a spine that can and will play together hard to be 100% certain though when they only had to beat Manly real test this week against the Raiders that's a fucking Tiger-esque level of uh, week one confidence that's just like I think when you've been beaten up that badly for so long you just go in there because no one's going to remember when you were talking shit no because it's going to be forgotten after four losses in a row exactly. or something, you know what I mean? So you got there's exactly. no it's a no lose scenario. Yeah. Uh, rugby for all underscore JP said our Warriors if they win the next two games might be in the top four. Origin period game should be heaps easier this year. The fuck it. So the Warriors are they're, ta- they're, they're, they're they're signing on after one win. They never okay. learn. Okay. He said that he he said he said that they, he said he truly loved them and he'd never hit them again. <laughs> he he means it this time. He's changed. <laughs> Snappy Sazi. Uh, I don't want to jinx them, but the Dragons look pretty slick in that second half. It's a long season, though, and we saw what happened last year. True. At least the Dragons fans are kind of like yeah, pragmatic and realistic. Yeah. They, 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 re- they don't have short memories like these Warriors fans. They're fucking like three months of fucking goldfish. <laughs> Dragons fans are like, we're looking good, but yeah, last year. <laughs> Freak 09, Titans. The Hain Plains left Cool and Gatter, and with a new coach, they're really going to put in for both their fans this year. <laughs> <laughs> and Bethany B underscore underscore B underscore 97. The Dragons. Whittip and Hunt looked slick, and Dufty can actually pass. And that reminds me as well, the old Egg Council Creeper engaged. Sends yes. a message. So, uh, congratulations to you, commiserations to her. Can you imagine signing on for that for the rest of your life? 
like willingly, like not under duress. Well, because this cunt's got access to firearms now. That's true, and the and the full apparatus of the yeah. of the Royal Australian Air Force. That's it. So just tweet, I'm not okay, to the show. <laughs> yeah. If you need rescuing. <laughs> uh, Twill Tourist, we had a tweet from Mick the Perm, uh, one of the one of the big contenders. Um, he said, looking forward to another fruitful Twill Tourist season. Hitting Rome this weekend, Edinburgh next, then uh, Croatia, Montenegro, Bosnia and Russia for the World Cup on the agenda. Is Montenegro a separate place to Serbia and Montenegro? Or do they just go in Eurovision together? Because that's the only time I've heard of them. I don't know. I mean, it's very, it's very, you know, politically, you know, they were all Yugoslavian and they all started putting the killing on each other. And uh, okay. One of those factors. I don't, I, I honestly, I don't know where they stand. Perhaps Perm can go and ask them. It's like Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> do you do things separately? You're that annoying couple that it's always together? Fuck. Normie H93. Um, they sent us a photograph on uh, Lifu Island just off New Caledonia on a cruise weather was that shit it was the only stop uh, we got Catadog Blue sent us a photograph from the um, amazing stadium over there in Perth said uh, I got excited when you mentioned a double header meet up on the podcast so we had our own personal sorry our own 10 person meet up in Perth yeah good on you so and that's, that's look that's probably that's all our listeners great. that's all our listeners in Perth so I mean congratulations on yeah, finding them that's 100% uh, well done and uh, you know feel free to send us any impressions you had of uh being in the stadium, especially, I'm I'm always interested in things like, you know, the 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 cost of food there and the and the different, you know, types of the array of food they had on option. Yeah, on like, offer. you know, if you took your family there, yeah, do you does it fuck you for doing anything social for the next month? Did or? you change from two hundred dollars? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you see, there's something we we didn't talk about. I mean, we mentioned it last year though when it was uh, coming in, and they were saying that um that the owner of the Falcons, you know, because he built the uh, in the NFL, he he built the Mercedes Benz Stadium that yep. that, that, that was housing them in the Atlanta United soccer uh, soccer side, yeah. and he like mandated that like you know there's th- these food these food vendors were in here and they were going to supply stuff and the cost the price point yep. for the stuff was going to be cheap. Yep. And then I, I started seeing tweets coming from people at games and coming from like social media people for the Falcons saying, this is all the shit we got for like 20 bucks. And it's like hot dogs and fucking, you know, three hot dogs and these drinks, like there's tons of stuff. And then they've done the, they've done the, the sums at the end of the season and said that the, the spend on, on food and beverage at the stadium yeah, they made more money. Had gone up thirty percent. Yeah. yeah, had gone up thirty yeah, percent on what. Yeah, so so they they everyone got shit for way cheaper, and they had like things like you know like refill you know like you know bottomless drinks or whatever you go and refill your drinks and all that yeah. sort of shit, and um yeah and they, they made a lot more money so um yeah maybe think about something like that I don't know uh, memberships we mentioned last week I'm thinking there's been some requests though for maybe a revisit on the old rest fault. I've really? got the rest fault scarf. So, you know, we could probably do the cap and the scarf. Okay. I've just got to get the ducks in a row and I'll just get some quotes in and stuff, but that could be we'll get it sorted. That could be the combination for uh-huh. this year. And if so, okay. I think it'd be a pretty good one. Nice one. Uh also I've I've been fucking around with the sticker and you know, like the, the bumper sticker and things like that, so that's pretty much sorted. Um I'll start sending that shit off to you too, but I need to find out just to get the quotes back on the hats and the and the scarves. Because one thing we did the rest fault scarf the first time um, because priced in US dollars it was really good back then 
not so now, good now. Now not as good. Yeah. Um, so, but it should still be okay. But um, yeah, we'll get those go- up going. What probably yeah, well, I said two weeks. They're probably about another week. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's last it. man standing. Last man standing. Yeah. All the emails are out. So check your inbox. Yep. All the bank details are there to pay you money. Yep. Except if you use fucking Hotmail or Live. So first of all, same congr- thing, yeah. congratulations on not changing your email address since you were fucking 14 years, years old, you know. <laughs> but um, I've organised another email address for the email to come to you yep. from. Yep. Uh, and I think we'll cut that off Thursday. So if uh, you haven't paid your entry fee by Friday, you're fucked. Wait for the next wave. That's it. Because if the fucking results are anything like this weekend, it might be over. It'll be over weekend. in three weeks. So, um, yeah. So everyone should have an email with your payment instructions on there. Yep. If you got Hotmail, it'll come to you in the next little while. We'll cut it off. You know, Thursday. Thursday for your predictions. Yep. And give you Thursday to pay, which means if the money's not in there by Friday, you're uh, punted. Cool. All right. And uh, yeah, I might as well wrap it up. Hey, that's full time for episode two seventy eight. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League, especially if you want to see random videos of car crashes that uh, degenerate into... Kevin Proctor. <laughs> Kevin Proctor. Um, Kevin, Facebook. Kevin Proctor's degenerating into something else, I guess. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, with like you know an apparent, an apparent fisting and then you know performed by a guy called Proctor I mean it just like writes itself it really does champagne gold it really does uh, we're on Facebook as well facebook.com forward slash this week in league smash the like button share our stuff um, and I see you guys like uh, Brett Vidler and, and, and co who share like every fucking week since you know for years now so mm. thank you very much guys uh, iTunes one of the best ways to support the show, uh, go to the podcast section, go to Sports and Recreation, check out What's Hot. You'll see us there. We've been permanently in the second position on What's Hot for like last couple of years. Easiest way to find the show. Uh, click in there, give us a rating, leave us a review. And, um, Don't put fucking X Factors in your reviews, you cunts. You have your brief. <laughs> Fuck off. Go, Don't. Go forth. <laughs> no, go forth and conquer. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a chance to check for any reviews this week, so I have to leave them for next week. Um, tipping. Because of the, the absolute cluster of, <laughs> of, of results, we've pretty much got a 100% new top 10 this season than we had last <laughs> season. I mean, surely, yeah, these things will, you know, months and months. It'll this, even this, out, this will yeah. all normalise. But for now, congratulations, Mitch, who got seven out of eight in the first round. The fuck Oof. you managed that? I mean, that's got to be luck. Who'd you fucking drop? Yeah, Giannis, six. Then we got Matt on six, uh, Coach Rhino on six, Sammy B on six, Snappy Sazi on six, Nightmare on six, Cowboy on six, and uh, what have we got? Pele, Crispy, and Melon, all on six. And that's uh, that is an actual cut off top ten as well because there's one point back to eleven. Yeah. And so congratulations. I mean, you can see from the names though, there's a lot of knights and dragons. <laughs> so, so these these guys will obviously normalise and. and <laughs> And plummet as the season continues. Uh, Lynn Shields, last year's champion. I said last week that you know she wasn't even going to finish in the top ten. Uh, she's not in the top ten this week. So who's laughing now? Although she did send a tweet, said finish outside the top ten. Challenge accepted, bitch. Well, I mean, it's not a challenge to finish outside the top ten. I mean, <laughs> aim higher. Aim. You need to repeat because I think if you could repeat, that would be a fucking Typ- monumental. Typical manly finishing top tens like crossing a bridge. 
<laughs> won't do it. And uh, Supercoach, last man standing. You've done. You've mentioned already. Supercoach. Um, this week we have uh, Tohu Tofu as number one, followed by uh, James Gavitt's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Bought not bread. Risby's Renegades. There's a name I recall. Coffs um, Harbour Testimonial. The Kirkinators. Lazy's Panthers. Guys Gimps. Ligers in decline. And the top end blues. So uh, as with as with the tipping competition, I expect to see some of those ones even out and normalise over the course of the season. But uh, congratulations everybody for Fuck. being in their respective top tens already. Get into it, Larsie. And uh, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Nice. Look at that. Two-hour show. Again. Go the petties. Go Manly. Smash the old enemy. Because nobody, nobody likes Parramatta. I mean, you might talk about us whoring out the naming rights for our stadium, but at least we fucking got one. Parramatta have got a fucking hole in the ground at the moment. So, uh, go Manly. Typical. Kick them while they're down. Fucking Fucking oath. Fucking give him the old American History X on the <laughs> <laughs> on the gutter while they're down. On that note, see you next week. Later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.